Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to SSG Speaks, the podcast that takes you inside the walls of Camelot. Meet the knights that made sword and shield gaming what it is. So pour yourself a flask of your favorite mead and join us for an inside look at the fine folks that sit at the round table. All right, everybody. Welcome to SSG Speaks. This is going to be episode nine featuring SSG Omega. So Omega, welcome. Hello. We also have uh, our guest host here today, Mania. So Mania is here with his sweet new mic setup. How's everybody doing? All right. So I think, Omega, you have got to be one of the longest running people, I feel like, that has been been around. Do you know how long you've been in SSG for? Oh, some... God, I have no idea. Because uh... I feel like it was pretty early. Yeah, it was pretty, like... Like pre pre bungee separating, like it was. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good landmark for everybody. Yeah. Now. Like I think Halo Reach had like just come out or was about to come out. Actually, it was before then. So so it was in like the the Reach era then. Yeah, if I guess yeah, yeah. Okay, so did at that point then, so did you ever get to play? Like Halo Three, with, Halo Three with us? Did we have like throwback nights for Halo Three, or was it just like all Reach all the time? I think I managed to get in a few uh, games of Halo Three, because um, I do remember like the classic maps and like the big team battles and things like that. I just like Reach was like new and exciting, and so we like mm-hmm. everybody hopped on that. Um, but um, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to scrape through my memories here, but like I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure we we got to play because like that was the first Halo game I got, and that's kind of what got me seeking out you guys in the first place. So it definitely happened. So what were the channels that you went through to find us? Um, it was uh, I think like I went to like cause in, being in Halo and like Bungie Studios, I was like wow, and so I was following Bungie and they mentioned like um you know their weekly blog they were talking about the good game network and I was like what's that so yeah for sure yeah they had some links provided and I saw like you know a bunch of these other groups and then I was like SSG what's that I like knights that's cool and then I read into you guys and I was like this sounds like the exact right group of people that I want to be a part of so so Omega came for the medieval theme and stayed for the good games. I like it. Yeah, exactly. What about uh, what about your gamer tag though? Um, you got a story behind that? The, well, I mean, I I won't bother to keep the secret that I'm part of the furry fandom. So like, um, my artist handle is a mon Omega, which is literally just two words that I thought were kind of cool that I put together. Um, mm-hmm. well that was your original gamer tag right yeah that was my original gamer tag and uh before i obviously i donned the ssg uh designator on xbox but um for i have a habit of just like picking one thing and if it resonates then i just kind of stick with it so like i just like the omega part because it sounded good and it was easy mm-hmm. enough to say um <laughs> and then i my most of my gamer stuff eventually switched to like either SSG Omega or Dur Omega because I was like, that's just funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's those little things, you know? Yeah, it's the little things. So, so it, it sounds like um, I know personally just from talking to you that, that you have gone 
through a lot of ups and downs like in your gaming history right like like the ebb and flow i feel like we all gone through but i know you and i have talked several times about like oh i don't you know i don't know if i i should still be part of the clan because i'm not gaming as much or i'm not playing the same games and all that kind of stuff like what what was the what has been the most challenging thing for you for you to stay gaming or to keep gaming like was it is it was it mostly try, like keeping keeping up with the joneses or are you just not into the same games anymore or just like was there anything that, that really caused a lot of the the consternation going back and forth and all that w- with you honestly like it was kind of like i don't know like it was hard to d- dictate whether or not I, I i had the time to set aside uh the time and space honestly because um like when when i was with my ex like we just had one xbox to share between the two of us and like mm-hmm. she, she wanted her time um and i was like okay sure and like after that it was like well i'm working i'm working i'm working um and then it's just like energy kind of constraints you know and then if i had time it was like well do i have the space who's gonna be in the room like i don't want to be sitting in a room and like have people talk to me i don't know like i'm also like a weird private person like even just to set this talk up i was like okay everybody else (laughs) shut up or leave me alone while i do this because like i just like that kind of i need my privacy dome Mm -hmm. you know uh just so i can kind of concentrate like because if i'm gaming with you guys i want to concentrate on that i want to concentrate on the game and i want to concentrate on the conversations um otherwise i just go haywire and i'm like it's too much um but outside of that it was like really just like time constraints like that kind of mentality especially with a lot of other things going on in my life it's like well there's other things i probably should be doing right now you know yeah i think i think we all have that certainly to go through depending on like you're saying the work life the home life you know bouncing back and forth and there's a lot of times like where you know like even today today i haven't had really anything quote unquote to do right like my schedule's empty but i still just like you know you just fill it with stuff and then you feel like oh i want to i want to play a game but oh i really need to do x y and z you know even if there's not really like a a hard date on other stuff you have to do it it feels like you know with gaming always being this um you know it still has like this stigma where where it's kind of like a, a toy kind of an environment right so i always feel like i kind of feel bad sometimes if i'm playing games like during the day when i could be doing like work type stuff yeah exactly it's like i should be responsible is like kind of the guilt message your brain sends to you Mm -hmm. i gotta say i'm completely the opposite of both of you because i sit there (laughs) and i'm like man i really need to mow my lawn or Skyrim. Yeah, play some Skyrim. <laughs> Man, I should really do dishes. They're going to stink in a couple of days. Or, now with that being said, I'm not a slob for anybody listening. But sure, I like my video games. I do. <laughs> and it's a, it's a good pastime. I will say, Omega, though, that I'm with you on like having that personal space. Um, for me, it's more like if somebody's like next to me, I want to put my focus into that. You know? Yeah. Like, uh, sometimes my girlfriend and I will hang out and you know she enjoys watching me play certain games some games she gets bored of really easy depending on what it is uh and then one time some of my friends invited me to a party and i said no because she was there because i don't want to distance myself from her like that and she said it was fine and i was like okay cool let's try this let's see what happens and i didn't like it just because yeah. you know, i mean you know i didn't want to feel like i was ignoring her 
And I mean, when she listens to this, because she does listen to these podcasts to support me, which is great. Um, she's probably going to yell at me a little bit for saying that, but I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> well, that's cool. Yeah. It, I feel like we, you know, it, it seems like the three of us certainly, and, and probably more of the people that are in the clan, like we need our, our in person and we need a private space, right? Even though we're going to be playing socially, right? Even if we're going to be playing in a 10 person lobby, we want our personal physical space to be silent, distraction free, people free. Like we want a good, you know, a good setup going to, to enjoy it with our friends, even though, you know, since it's going to be virtual. No, that's exactly right. And I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, looking at, and, and for the listeners, we on Discord, we're sharing some of our screen, Jay and I, and I have these like huge headphones on, which I am very self-conscious about. And I mean, I know Jay and Omega understand when they're looking at me like this, but you know, that's part of the culture that we have. And I don't really share that with others. So in my mind, I think, oh, someone's going to see me like this. They're totally going to judge me for it. And that may be a symbol or like a science based on like, maybe I would judge people if I seen that, but no, I probably would actually. People with big headphones out in the real world, like even if they're just listening to music, I think it looks so weird. Walking down the trees but with their with their Beats headphones yeah, on. Yeah, man. Like I get it. They're better quality. I understand. Yeah. But that's not that's not a real world thing in my opinion. I mean, I would disagree because like, you know, especially with the surge of popularity of Chill Hop, for example, that's like the aesthetic, Ooh, man. My favorite audio. Hold up. Chill Hop? Am I saying that right? Yeah. yeah. What is this? I've never heard so it, it's like dubstep but better like dubstep but not like all the crazy bass yeah it's like easy oh. listening like relaxing so then like, i probably okay. heard it's it like techno elevator music yeah if i were because like if i were to talk about chill hop and vaporwave i would be like it's the kind of stuff you'd hear when tuning into the weather channel <laughs> all right i'll get, get a, a listen in on that because i enjoy edm music but a lot of the time mm-hmm. it's, it's just too much energy for me i'm getting old Oh no, chill hop is perfect. Probably check it out. Yeah, no, for sure. Is it? Yeah, for you know, you get, have headphones. something on the background. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Like you're <laughs> studying, you're working, you got something to do. You can put it on the background, and it, you know. Yeah, the lo-fi beats to study too. Mm-hmm. Yes, very, very cool. So we got your we talked about your gamer tech and all that, but have you ever, um, have you ever been part of a different clan like before SSG? Nope. So first one, huh? A first and only, like. Or your like, first love? Yes. Oh. Absolutely. Like, okay, this is a true story, like, because my boyfriend and I kind of have quote unquote like a clan, but that's just so like we can like game together and we're like, oh, I know who's who, kind of thing. Um, but we're, when like, uh, but when we're still I was the main talking, piece, though, right? I yes. Okay. <laughs> that's the important. Because like. Like honestly, like I like I talked about it with him for a couple of days. I was like, I don't want to leave my group. I like, like, and I spent like, you know, like, kind of like days just like staring out into the sunset and like thinking about like, man, I don't want to lose my SSG tag. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, how can I make this work? <laughs> uh, Omega and I have had at least forty conversations about him leaving SSG and me trying to be like, hey, man it's fine you don't need to leave you're okay yeah basically and that's really one of my favorite things about us is it's like you know we understand you got shit going on mm-hmm. we're not gonna stop you from that you're yeah, still exactly. home here and that's like the biggest reason why i love this clan so much is like 
you know, I I feel like every time like I've had a conversation like that or every time like I just kind of disappear for a while and come back and everyone's like, hey, oh my gosh. I'm like, mm-hmm. I joined the right group of people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. What about, I mean, somewhere on the topic of the SSG, what's your most memorable moment? It's hard to think if only because my memory's a mess, but like some of it's coming back to me, especially like since I downloaded the Master Chief collection, I was really excited about, and I started playing like Halo Reach. Like, and every once in a while, I tell people about uh, the Hypercube map <laughs> that was made. So what is this? I, I kind of remember the name, but I don't remember the, the idea behind it. I forgot who made it, to be honest, but it was a cube. Um, it, I think it was set up as a CTF, a Capture the Flag cube, um, that was set up so that everything was at a 45 degree angle and it was super disorienting (laughs) okay yes yeah it sounds really familiar i feel like people normally did uh fiesta battles in that with random weapons and stuff we might have done that um i just distinctly remember playing uh capture the flag and getting lost so many times actually (laughs) because like i i can't tell where i am (laughs) it's definitely something that uh it's bound to happen when you get the uh, custom creation thing, which, uh, I mean, honestly, I think Forge is the best thing to happen to Halo. Oh, absolutely. For sure. Yeah, it is It is so much fun. Like, when you get, you know, just, I feel like personally, like, I'm a horrible designer. Like, when I play Minecraft, I mean, Mania's seen my Minecraft houses. They're not It's beautiful. Okay. <laughs> Don't discount yourself. You're an amazing flower. It's, it's valid uh, as long as you have a roof over your head and a bed yeah. in there. You're fine. Oh man, but yeah, my, <laughs> you know, my artistic skills, like I just, I'm not good at seeing the whole picture, and to, to see some of these forge people, like the, the race maps, like these hypercube maps where they can kind of come together, um, like there was one of the maps in in forge, uh, the fa- the forge founder, there was one called like the house or the the home or something like that, and it was like an actual house with a garage and had rooms and like all this kind of stuff and the amount of time and effort that people put into some of these things is is amazing you know jay back in halo 3 when forge was first released i spent 30 minutes throwing random assets around the map and i made a really good hide and seek map so (laughs) all you got to do is try something you don't have to be good at it you just got to try basically (laughs) like what does this do i don't know well i would sit there because you know when you go into forge and halo 3 you become the monitor which i thought was really cool and I would choose the asset that I wanted to, to bring in, like a box or a crate, and I'd hold the right stick so it just rotated as quickly as possible. And then... Did you I, chuck it? Yeah, I would chuck it. And wherever <laughs> it landed, that was it. And I just kept doing that until I hit the maximum uh, asset allowance. And that was a good map, honestly. It really was, surprisingly so. Nice. Yeah, we need we need to get a group back in there and go... Because I think Forge at least used to be limited to eight people, so we need to get like a like a, a party night go in and go into forge and and see what we can create some ssg monstrosity oh 100 percent. oh should look into if the halo 5 forge is cross play is it i don't I know. know halo 5 had forge halo 5 did have forge and it was the first time that forge came to pc and it's currently the only way to play a new new ish halo game on pc um because you just you boot up the Forge app and you do the custom game browser, and so there's no matchmaking or like 
arena or anything like that. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, you can 100% create maps on your computer and then you know save it, hop on your Xbox and play it. It's very possible. That is really cool. That is cool. I had no idea that was a thing. They never really marketed it. I don't know why. Mainly because it was probably because it was free. So they weren't making any money off it. Ah. But yeah, if you're a PC gamer, you want to play Halo 5, there's an avenue. I'm not saying it's a good one. So don't <laughs> don't yell at me if you have a crappy experience for some reason. Oh, I remember back in the day there was a, uh, a level editor for um, Duke Nukem. Was and there? That was... Yeah, and it was a hot mess. I mean, that one that doesn't surprise me with being Duke Nukem. Yeah, they well, had and plus this days. was back in you know I don't know what this was ninety five maybe ninety six somewhere around there. So oh wow, yeah, yeah I wasn't nothing, even playing you know, video computers games. weren't powerful, but just the fact that you could do stuff like that was was pretty cool. I think so, but yeah, one of my favorite map editors was for Time Splitters. Ooh, I love that game. Yeah, which was, game was that? So. It was PS2 was the, era, and that was Time Splitters was the ex um, GoldenEye people, right? I, I don't know. To be honest with you, I don't. Um, the it was a very good first person shooter control wise. Um, the story was pretty cool because it evolved. It revolved around you, you know, going back in time and stuff. So like you'd play a level, then you'd go back in time, and then you would see yourself play that level you know in certain aspects of it it wasn't like the whole thing um but no it was really cool and unique and they had a they had a map editor where you could actually program um activities and stuff like you know you could sit there and say hey when you push when a player pushes this button spawn 15 of the hardest enemies because that's hilarious some for some reason um You know, so it it was really good. Um, that I've heard, I've heard good things about the Far Cry editor, but I've never used it myself. So, but yeah, no, Time Splitters is totally a thing. Yeah, Time Splitters was made by um, Free Radical, and they either it was either a split off, um, or um, it was all the people from Rare. So it was either people. It was it was either um, all the people that the, it was the original GoldenEye and uh, Perfect Dark team. There was either some kind of issue or when Rare got bought or sold, where they left and did their own thing. So all those people that made all the GoldenEye and, and Perfect Dark left, and Time Splitters is their their child from that. That's why it's so good. Oh, I'm not going to complain. I mean, they did a good job. Mm-hmm. That sure. makes sense. Like, I'm, I just had to look it up just now, and that's pretty cool. I've, I haven't seen this, and what I was thinking of when you mentioned it was the Time Crisis... Uh, arcade game. Oh, like a, like a Crash Cruisers <laughs> or something. Like yeah. you know, the, I'm pretty sure it's called Time Crisis. Oh, there is one for Time Crisis, and uh, okay. I spent way too many quarters on that game. Yeah, oh exa- yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, you're waiting for your movie to start, and you're just like, "Yep, yeah, I'll play this." And then, I don't know, that one's fun too. Anyways, um, like for going back to like games and like map editing, like I haven't gotten that deep into it. But, like, I never imagined I'd be uh, as into Minecraft or, like, even Factorio that we were talking about before we started recording. Like, those kinds of games, I never thought I'd be into it, but I am. So I'm probably <laughs> going to give it a shot. <laughs> there's there's something about it. Like, like, like those... it's like a weird, like, zen experience when you just start building something and you're like, 
you know making your own puzzles and solving them it's it's, it's 100 like, percent right yeah you're like just like oh i can do this and then like it just starts building and you're like what have i been doing for six hours <laughs> that was my life years ago i um i personally i had like a little de- depressive episode and what i would do to cope with it is i would i would boot up minecraft and i would just mine underneath my base almost at bedrock i had a 100 by 100 by 5 area that i just cleared out and i made this huge room it took hours over like a week or two man damn i feel that though like because when (laughs) when my anxiety is peaking i'm like just give me a repetitive task please (laughs) that's exactly what it was it was the repetitive task just sitting there and I mean, it was kind of handy because, you know, some SSG people or other friends would see me online. They'd hop in. They'd say hi. I'd talk with them. You know, it was, it was good yeah. and stuff. But, like, I just I didn't have the energy to do anything else. And then when I was done and I just seen this huge, you know, 100-square-foot area with five levels of it cleared out, I, I honestly I felt pretty accomplished. I ended up uh, splitting that in half, and one side of it became a slime spawner. So I can get slimes to make sticky pistons, nice. and then the other half came became a general mob spawner, so I can go down there and just beat the shit out of whatever I needed. Nice, it's a good stress relief. Yeah, no, yeah, for sure, that works too. So, um, you know, so currently we're we're all on this the Xbox One, the the PS4 generation that's getting ready to change here in a couple of months. What um what is your history with with consoles and or gaming in general like what consoles and stuff and or pc gaming have have you been doing or have you done in the past um before when i was a a wee omega it was just like super casual like um i know my family was like the first on our block to have like the original nintendo system humble brag i mean (laughs) you know you know, we also had uh, that Olympic like game. We had that trifecta game where it had the Olympics, the Duck Hunt, and Mario on it. Mm. Yep. And and we had the the pad, the running pad. Ooh. Oh, you you had to for the fifty yard sprint. Exactly. You know, you <laughs> tap your feet really fast on the on the pad. Yeah. Exactly. What they have long jump? They had something else too. They yeah they they had hurdles like the fifty yard sprint <laughs> and the long jump. I think it was just oh, those three. But yeah, like, so it was, like, Nintendo stuff, and, like, um, and then we got a Super Nintendo a couple of years later. Um, my sisters, I have two older sisters, we, we shared that. Um, we also shared a, a Game Boy. I didn't really get, like, to play that very much, because I'm the youngest, so. Um, <laughs> I know, I'm a little baby. Um, and like when the playstation came out that was like super mind-blowing um got a i think playstation 2 and then we kept up with like n64 um and that was kind so of like you were a it. big nintendo guy then yeah you're starting out like you could say that but at the very like i also didn't like sit there and like game for like hours and hours and hours especially like well, it wasn't until my sisters, like, moved out of the house, obviously, that I got more. But, like, I didn't, like, collect a lot of games. Like, I was mostly into um, Star Fox. Uh, and I remember my – I would consider my biggest accomplishment in early gaming was playing uh, Donkey Kong Country and beating it at 3 o'clock in the morning and trying not to scream because it took me, like, two hours. <laughs> that was back in the day when we couldn't save games too, wasn't it? 
Yeah, you had to like, like yeah. use the codes to get through. Yeah. Yeah. Or you would just pause it and leave your Nintendo on like for ten hours. Oh, yeah. The fire oh, hazard. God. Goodness. Either way, so I mean, sounds like you had a pretty uh, great pass with it. Are you planning on upgrading? I, I believe you're mainly PC these days, aren't you? I am primarily PC these days, and I have been wondering what to do about that for like months because I still have my Xbox One, mm-hmm. um, but I'm not using it at all. <laughs> um, the current setup that we have in our in our place, I was like, well, I'd love to have it as like a secondary or um, even honestly as a Blu-ray player or something like that. Like I don't want to get rid of it, um, oh, but there's not to have that option. Yeah, exactly. It's like, well, if I get rid of it, I know I'm going to regret it. But right now, it's kind of collecting dust at the moment. That's fine. Uh, I think, I think you know, Maine and I have, have talked a lot about, you know, kind of the future of this, you know, like the Xbox Game Pass and cross-play and stuff like that. Like, I've, and, and uh, xCloud, you know, like, I feel like that's certainly where they're headed, right? Microsoft, in general, at least, where where if you are a pc gamer right like you're going to get a lot of these xbox games for quote-unquote free you know if you've got something like game pass with it you know they keep making all these games available for the pc and i think um so i think even if if you you know call yourself like a pc gamer exclusively right you shouldn't have to i don't think you're going to be as excluded as you've been in the past with from the xbox people at least yeah playstation and nintendo probably still so but yeah, and I definitely get that impression because, like, I actually recently decided to pick up Game Pass because one of my coworkers was, like, talking about it. And I have a bit more, ex- like, extra spending money. And, like, I love it. Like, and I think that's another part of me is that I'm, like, softly holding out for, like, more options for cross-compatibility. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I think as more developers and publishers, like, realize, like, that's what the people actually want. Like, it's not going to hinder any sales or anything. Like... I think it'll do really well, and I think it'll take off. Yeah. What about um, the X Cloud and, and um, the you know uh, Xbox's mobile streaming stuff? Have you, have you looked into that or played any of that before? I haven't. Um, like, I know I. It was a while ago before I disconnected everything that um, I streamed like from my Xbox to my PC, and I was like, well, mm-hmm. that's really cool, but uh, the internet qual- uh, quality at the time that I had made it a little less cool. So it wasn't something I really utilized, but um, now that I'm talking about it right now, it's like, I could probably try that again, actually. <laughs> I think it's come a long yeah. way. And yeah, you know, me personally, I probably won't find much use in xCloud. Uh, that being said, it's only because I don't really game on the go much, um, but I 100% will still support it. And I'm the kind of person with uh, crossplay is a great example. When crossplay first started coming out, if a game advertised that it had it, 100% I'd buy it. Like, I don't even care if I'd play it, right? Like it only happened for a couple of games, thankfully. Um, but it's so important to be able to bring those communities together, and that's why I'll probably always be a Microsoft fan. To be honest with you, I love them. Yeah, all. definitely. But Microsoft's my favorite. Yeah, hopefully this. You know, I think uh, Call of Duty uh, Warzone really opened the door. You know, got us all this um, crossplay with all the consoles. Fortnite, I guess, started it, but Fortnite and uh, Warzone really opened up the door for crossplay between all the different systems, and it's just, it's fantastic. Like once you have it, and then to go back is just 
it's awful. Like me and me and my kids play Minecraft, and so they can be. My daughter plays on a PC, and my son plays on the Switch, and I can play on whatever eighteen devices I have that I want to play on. <laughs> and then, um, and we got Minecraft Dungeons, and Minecraft Dungeons was so limited in just ridiculous ways. It was like, you know, you could play multiple people on one device, but then you couldn't play online. You know, so if me and my son were playing on the Xbox, then you can't play online. Then it's only local. And so it's that's things weird. like that where it's just like, yeah. yeah. that's weird. It's like, come on, you know, and then, um, and there's no cross-play with Dungeons. So if they're on the Switch, I have to be on a Switch, you know, so it's, you know, so in that case, everybody would need a Switch and things like that. Or you need, you need three Switches or three Xboxes or three PS uh, uh, computers, and then you've got to buy it for each device too. So it's, yeah, exactly. it was just a real step backwards. I was going to say, like, it's the difference between being like, oh, here's this game that I can play with, like, my friends, my family, versus, like, oh, I got to buy this game, like, three times in order to satisfy this need. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's it's not great. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, gaming achievements or feats, are you most proud of one? Um, Jeez, I don't know. I feel like it's been forever since I've, like, tracked achievements uh, well i mean not necessarily other than, like, like literal achievement but well like like i said uh earlier um i would consider beating the original donkey kong country like that was really hard for me to do um but also i remembered uh a more difficult game actually that i uh this was on the super nintendo that i beat so far i played it so much uh, and but i've only beat it, it twice comparatively um bubsy that game with the bobcat it's a platformer it's so hard but i have beaten it twice i haven't heard of that (laughs) so i'm very proud of that and i think i beat like a a mega man game like once perhaps usually i just play for like my more than more than guys and yeah usually i just play for my favorite bad guys and i'm like i'm I'm done shooty fun is fine (laughs) Cool. I mean, you mentioned platformers. I, I think you listed off with all your memorable moments and achievements and feats. Is that, would you say that's your favorite genre? Um, like, now that I think about it, like, it seems to be because, like, um, like with Game Pass, like, the first game that I got was uh, Ori and the Silent Forest, which is a platformer. So good. If you haven't I, played it, play it. really good. It's really good. Um, and then, like, there were a couple of other... Like, I don't know if I can even look, but like there, there was a trend recently within the past two weeks where it's like, man, I'm playing a lot of platformers. <laughs> What's up with that? So yeah, it's I'd... something I, I didn't think about until I looked back. Oh yeah. Carrion is a, is another one that I really like. Oh, is that good? I've it's seen fun. it was released. I just need to actually play it. it. It's fun. You're just like a horrible monstrosity, eating people and trying to escape a lab. But uh, it's essentially a puzzle game, and I was like, "That's really clever." Did you guys ever play um, Inside? That's that black and white game. Inside. Uh, it might have been. It was either. I don't remember it having a whole lot of color. I don't think it was black and white, but it was. I don't remember it having a whole lot of colors. Colors, but it's a. It's a very simple. Um, like I think there's only one or like a one or two button uh, that one or two buttons that actually do anything, but it's a it's a flat 2D side scrolling game 
um, but it's got a really great, and I don't think there's any, I don't think there's any dialogue either. I think there might be a little bit of text, but, but there's no explainers. Like basically it starts you in a room and then you just kind of have to figure out how to get out of the room or even what you're supposed to be doing. And you kind of learn a little bit more of the story as you go on. Um, yeah. But if you have not played it, it is a fantastic game. It's, it's, it's probably only about a four to six hour game, if that, but it is it is well worth playing. I, I don't know if it's on Game Pass or anything like that, but it is it is a lot of fun. I don't know what was it called it. again? Inside. Inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah it was uh, a uh, kind of like dark and brooding 2.5D platformer. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I remember... Yeah, it's it's not black and white, but it is very very shadow based. Yeah, very yeah, shadow very based. Muted color scheme. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it so, looks pretty interesting. I'll do that one. I will say though, um, not too long ago, I beat Ori and Will of the Wisp, which is the second Ori game, and that kind of ruined me for platformers. Like, really? Yeah. So? The the movement of the second Ori game was very fluid. Um, the animation style was great. I really loved it. Uh, the The story, I mean, there's an argument to say it's not a very deep story, but how they were able to show the emotions of these animals without like saying anything, I teared up a little bit, and I'm man enough to admit it. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I let me tell you, uh, uh, Okami and Okami Den. Oh, I heard good things about those two. Mm-hmm. Both of those just shameless tears for me when i beat those <laughs> it's the like, best part for of like game. half an hour i was like oh my god and like it's a happy ending but you're like crying anyways you're like oh my god we did it guys <laughs> <laughs> all right moving outside oh, the gaming what's uh yes what's your favorite hobby um i i mean i've got an ipad specifically for art so i've been doing a lot of that too on the side <laughs> Yeah, no, I've seen some of your work. You're pretty good. Thank Definitely you. Keep doing your thing. I liked it. Thank so you. what what apps are you using on the iPad? Um, actually, exclusively Procreate. Like once I once I kind of played around with it. Like this was like months back. Um, like I played with it on the in the you know in the demo. I'm like, no, I don't need it. No, please, everyone, stop talking about it. And then my boyfriend's like, these iPads are on sale. I'm like shit i have some money damn now i have an ipad <laughs> i can't believe i'm doing this and then i haven't gone back which is funny because um before then i was using my uh my surface pro yeah my surface 4 mm-hmm. um with clip studio um which worked just fine but the reason why i was looking for something else was um there was uh there's a screen flicker on the surface which i had already repaired once and i didn't have enough money to repair it again so i was like you know what maybe i should just look for something new and something more portable because that was the goal uh was getting something that i could carry around with me everywhere and i could just like whip out and like draw with whenever i wanted Mm -hmm. um and even though apple had spurned me in the past i went back (laughs) And I really, I'm in love with my iPad, honestly. I'm getting so much use out of it. Yeah, it's it's by far my most used device. I've got, you know, a desktop, a laptop. I've got a phone and, and my iPad. And 
my iPad is a good 80 or 90% of my device usage, like well over my phone, my computers. Like it's just such a, I, I just love that, that tablet form factor. Um, like it, it, it's one of those devices, like if, if for whatever reason, like both my iPad and my phone got stolen right away, like I'd probably replace my iPad before. Like I'm like, we got to go to the store and get an iPad and then we can go get a phone. <laughs> I mean, if you get an iPad with uh, cellular data, you're, you don't even need to get your phone. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and I have one and I love it. Like it, I have one with, with cellular and it's, it's always been, um, so awesome to just not need, um, cause with my computer company, I, I usually take my, um, take my iPad with me and if I'm going to do some work or if I'm out to, you go so like a lot of times I'll go out to lunch or dinner or something like that after, after I have a computer job, like before I head home. And so I'll be by myself and I'll just write up an invoice or do other work related stuff. And then I don't need internet. Don't connect, don't have to connect to local Wi-Fi, you know, or, you know, restaurant Wi-Fi or anything like that. So it's really nice just to have that, have the internet anywhere you want. It's pretty great. Yeah. That like, and I, and that's, that's really nice, but like, I know my my iPad is exclusively for drawing. I don't have like any like really any other apps on there other than like apps I need to transfer files to myself mm-hmm. if I need to like polish them off on my desktop or something. But like it's been really nice and helpful to like since there's nothing else on there, I stay super focused for a lot longer because I don't have any messages popping up. I can't like have something going on in another window like and it's just so intuitive. So it's been really really great. <laughs> I imagine Omega sitting there. I was like, "Yes, this is my artist iPad, and this is my social media iPad." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's what uh, that's what my phone is for. <laughs> yeah, right. oh, man. My phone so, has all the junk. <laughs> so, other than the um, uh, the iPad, do you still do any um, regular drawings with on paper and stuff like that? Every once in a while, because like there's, well, okay. A sketchbook battery can't die. It, mm-hmm. Software can't crash on paper. This is <laughs> um, true. Which is really nice. Um, and every once in a while, like, you just want to have that tactile feeling uh, with drawing on real paper. Um, I don't really do, like, uh, professional stuff on there. Like, that's when I am just want to, like, unwind and, like, I don't care what I'm doing kind of thing. But um, it's just nice to have that tactile feedback. And, like, yeah. you can get... And my boyfriend and I tried, uh, like paper like textures on the iPad, but like mm-hmm. and they're okay. Um, but there's really nothing like the real thing, baby, as they say. <laughs> no, I mean that's definitely true. Uh I'm kinda asking this for selfish reasons, but do you take commissions? I'm a I'm a bit backed up at the moment, but uh yeah, generally. Are you mm-hmm. thinking like pay me like one of your French girl pictures mania? <laughs> I'm not ruling yeah, you it wanna... out. I mean, I'm, I'm open to it too. You want a sexy pinup? I'll make you look good. But only if I get a discount. I'm joking, of course. No, I mean, so I, not to make this about me, and I apologize, but I play D and D, and my group has been looking for someone to commission their own characters. So, but oh, if you are man. backed up, hundred percent, you know, yeah, get your stuff done but first. I'm definitely open to the idea, though, and I will let you know as soon as I'm free. Oh, okay. No, that's what I like to hear. <laughs> oh man all right so um so let's get more in into your uh into your life here so where where were you born and then where did you grow up and then where are you at now um well to simplify things a little bit um uh, my family's from puerto rico 
So I am a U.S. citizen. Um, we moved to the mainland U.S. Mm-hmm. when I was still a wee wee babe. Um, usually centraled, yeah, typically centraled around Georgia, which is what I consider um, where I grew up. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, where I grew up in Georgia. And um, my family, let's see, my mom and her partner have moved to Florida. My stepsister's in New York. Um, and right now, I live uh, in uh, Canada, actually. What brought you to Canada? So, uh, my ex did, actually. Oh, okay. Um, which, you know, is a story in of itself, but maybe for another time. I mean, mm-hmm. I think yeah, I sure. think you guys know it, but, you know, for our listeners here. Um, but um, I came up here for her, and I just ended up staying, honestly. Um, and, of course, like, now I live with, uh, you know, my, my boyfriend and our roommates. Um, and it's, it's been really wonderful, honestly. So, still a positive thing. That's good. Yeah. Not not a bad time to live in Canada right now either. So I wasn't gonna time. say it, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was trying SSG to be nice does not about endorse it, but... political affiliations of any sorts. <laughs> oh, yeah. So so since you've been in Canada, have you been um, have you been able to kind of tour Canada and, and go see other sites inside of Canada? Then, um, not really. Um, like, cause I, I'm in Western Canada. So like Alberta primarily, um, I lived in Vancouver for a little bit. Um, so I kind of know that area, but like, like every once in a while, it's been like the Rockies and stuff like that. And like, I've seen a, like a couple of weird things, but like, um, nothing like extensive. Like apparently there's this place called Drumheller that I have to go to because like, and everybody else talked about it. That's where, like, their dinosaur museums are and their fossils and stuff are. And I got to go see it, but I haven't been able to see it yet. <laughs> so we're we're going to plan that. Dude, but, uh, I hope you get to go see it. Uh, me too. It's it's a little bit harder to, to kind of do because um, as me, uh, my boyfriend, and one of our roommates, we all work at the same place, actually. <laughs> so then everybody taking the time off is... But just to clear, we're all sick. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh no, I gotta. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, what, what do you do for work then? For my day job, um, mm-hmm. I work at a vape store. Okay. Yeah. What about your nighttime job? Oh, you know what I do. At night. <laughs> <laughs> this is the nice. uh, ASMR podcast. <laughs> That's right, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh man. Real quick, I love this question, and I'm pretty sure every time I'm on, I'm the one who asks it because of my love for it. Omega. Yep. What's your yep. guilty pleasure? My guilty pleasure? Yeah, I haven't had anybody not willing to answer with some sort of confidence, which kind of takes the fun out of it. But if you if you if you like your guilty pleasure, go right ahead. It's cool. TV show, think, movie, game. I, I have to think about it. Because for a while, my guilty pleasure was Riverdale in terms of show. Because that show is garbage. <laughs> but I was like, I have to keep watching. I'll, I'll agree for the first two seasons that it was all right. But it's bad TV after that. Yeah. I kept going. I kept going. I was like, what's hap- what's go- what is it now? You've committed. You know? That's what it is. Yeah. You're like, this show is absolute shit. But I, I'm going to see it through. 
<laughs> yeah, basically. Um, outside of that, though, my I would call it a guilty pleasure is that I I shamelessly love uh, Carly Rae Jepsen's uh, Jepsen's em- emotion album, uh, specifically the song "Run Away with Me." I lose my fucking mind every time it's on. It's my favorite song. <laughs> well, I think she she kind of went from a one hit wonder, and then all of a sudden, like, kind of turned that career around, and now she's like real big again yeah she's doing real good honestly is she still recording under justin bieber i remember that's what she started i don't dig too deep into the lore to be honest you just want the music and i can respect i just i want the bangers i want (laughs) to i want to i want to jam i want to feel alive so that's right I'll, i'll take it that's all right yeah all right well so spinning you know it sounds like most of your you know adult gaming gaming career and gaming life has been up in canada have, have you been able to meet any uh anybody within ssg before no actually even though like don't we have somebody else that lives in edmonton or like in alberta i'm pretty sure we do uh i remember I it correctly crystal, crystal maybe. yeah crystal mm-hmm. yeah. tw she lives near there okay but i haven't heard from her in a while either yeah yep yeah, she's uh, living her best life. I get to see her, see her photos on Instagram, but I haven't I haven't gamed with her in a long time. So, yeah. she's been emer- emeritus for a little while, but but she was, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that that's where she lives. So, yeah, a lot def- of. Uh, and I know I think I remember. Um, I'm I know he switched his name now, but I'm gonna call I'm still gonna call him Jet. Uh, <laughs> I know he was. Uh, I know he's in Canada too, right? I think he was yeah. also really close. Yeah, oh, he's, he's in, in Central Canada. Canada. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. it's probably a good clip from you. Yeah, but like, probably. how far are you from um, uh, from the states? Um, I guess it depends on which way you go. What he's really asking <laughs> is, if we hold a land in Seattle, would you be there? I mean, let's see. That's, that depends. It's called it's West Coast. Uh, it's time. You can bring your iPad. Yeah, you can bring your iPad. <laughs> oh, thank God! I'll pose for you. I'll be your model. That's fine. <laughs> Oh baby! <laughs> all right, all right. Now we're cooking with gas. Um, that's about at least for Seattle because I know it's like about a twelve-hour drive to Vancouver, and then like Vancouver is like right there, basically to Seattle. Let's call it. A, let's call it like eighteen there, hours away. So there's a chance. <laughs> there's a possibility. There's a possibility. There's a possibility. My vote's still for Seattle, Jay. I think someone needs to pitch it. Yep, I I think that's gonna be the next one. You've heard it here. Heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> Mania, I'll drive up and get you. We drive up and get Omega, and then head to Seattle. There we go. That's it. That's a I don't road trip. Have the means to go to Canada? Oh, I don't either. So actually. Omega, if you port. wanna meet us in like North Dakota while we swing <laughs> by across, Highway One across the border. <laughs> I hundred percent. I'm day, I'm game. No, actually, uh, Michigan gives us a enhanced license that allows us to go into Canada. Um, so honestly, that's not a half bad idea. I got a car that can make the trip now, and let's do it. Why not? Seems I like need to take a week off like work anyway. <laughs> Sounds like trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't say All I was right. ready right now. <laughs> Too bad yeah, I'll be there in a week. Omega, pack your stuff. That's right. Uh oh. Oh god. <laughs> oh. 
So other than Seattle, if, if you could uh, travel anywhere in the world, where would you like to, where would you like to vacation or, or go sightsee if you, if you could? You know, as, as basic and as maybe like kind of a downer, uh, this might be, but I'd like to go back to Georgia to visit my family because I haven't seen them in since 2010. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, Dude, there's nothing downer about that. Go to Georgia. Yeah. Have a good time. Yeah. I want to see I want to see them. I want to hang out with them and I want to see just how much shit has changed because like, you know, my my family and I have a group chat and like um, my mom uh, lives in Florida, but like she came up uh, to visit like my sisters that still live in Atlanta and she was posting pictures and she's like oh man it looks so different like you know the old neighborhood kind of thing and i was like it does it's unrecognizable what is this place (laughs) (laughs) so i want i just want to revisit that uh again and just kind of reorient myself get in touch with those roots um what what about puerto rico have you ever wanted to go back there i would like to go back there um because like we we went back there um when I was a little kid and um, at the time you know even when you're a kid you're bratty because you're like I don't want to go anywhere <laughs> blah, blah, blah. so I definitely took those trips for granted so <laughs> <laughs> I want to go and I want to appreciate it um, and you know also with like a, again refreshed memories kind of thing and you know just kind of Im- again just walk in there with more of a mind to embrace what's happening as opposed to why have I been awake since five o'clock shoved into a plane and in a car? I don't know what's happening. You know, (laughs) (laughs) so I need a nap. Yes. Yeah. I guess you don't need, um, I wouldn't think you need a passport to get to any of the U S territories. No, you don't. Um, Yeah. And I think it's like only like a two hour flight or something. Maybe if that, I don't know. It's really short. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not maybe not right now. You yeah. Know, maybe pandemic's probably not the best time to go. But, yeah. Uh, Dude, pandemic and hurricane season, <laughs> probably not a great time to go to Puerto Rico. But oh, it's just a little wet. Time. It's fine. <laughs> uh, aside from that, like, you know, for like for funsies, um, like personally, I've also always just wanted to see Ireland, actually. <laughs> I hear it's real beautiful, actually. They got the, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm the scenery there for sure yeah and like honestly like the typical like european thing too like just to see that kind of central area because um my when i was younger my dad was in the army as well and before we settled into mainland u.s like we kind of followed him um in europe so apparently i have stayed in france i've stayed in austria i've stayed in germany but i don't remember because i was you know pooping my diapers kind of thing um, so it'd be nice to actually go back to these places and definitively, definitively say, yes, I, I have visited there. I know what it's like, <laughs> you know, oh, for sure. I, wish yeah, I would love to do a, a European tour. Yeah. Like uh, a couple of years ago, um, for my old job, uh, one of my coworkers, uh, saved up enough money to do like, it was for her own birthday. She set it up to like, go to Spain, go to like Germany, go to France. And like, it's so it's all so close it was also doable within like a week mm-hmm. you know so like that would be super amazing to do to see all of these locations and like they're just it's so much more condensed as opposed to the states that it's like completely feasible to like fit it yeah. all in 
Yeah, we. I had a buddy, a paramedic buddy. There was three of them, um, and they went on a. I think it was two weeks. They went on a two-week European trip, and they told us that they flew. The airline they flew from the states over to Europe was Icelandic Air, or maybe the name's wrong, something like that. And so, if if you take, um, if you use that airline, you have to stop in um, in Iceland. And then from there, you, you know, you head on out. And so Iceland typically is one is probably one of the most expensive countries um, to, to visit, to stay, you know, just to buy, to do anything commerce there. And they said, but because you kind of get Iceland for free, because if you, if you take that airline, then you get to land there and you, you get, you get to pick the time between when you land and when your connecting flights are. So it can be 12 hours, it can be 20 hours. So if you wanted to spend a whole day in Iceland, you could do that and, and for quote unquote free, but then, you, you know, you still have to pay. So they said they really enjoyed it, but they said, man, like the shops, the hotels, like everything was just three times as expensive as everywhere else it was in Europe. Yeah. <laughs> but that's cool. Basically getting an, an additional destination for free. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, yeah, I think one of my other old co-workers uh, did a trip to Iceland like a couple of years ago and she was like super thrifty about it yeah she she got it done and i think she stayed for like a week or something with her and her boyfriend yeah because i mean the rest of europe is fairly cheap like you're saying you know if you're going to take take a train um you know all around all the different countries or even flights like if you're going to fly if you want to go to um uh some of the islands you know if you want to go to england or um ireland things like that like it's it's way cheaper than it is here in the states to to get oh, around. Oh yeah, yeah, and just just so much easier. Well, it's the equivalent of like going through a couple different states, right? Like distance wise and stuff. Yeah, it just depends because some of them. I mean, if you look on the map, like some of the states. I mean, it's more like I would say uh, Europe is more traveling the like northeast here. Like if you were going to go to New York and Maine and you know that kind of like those smaller states not going between like california and texas and big giant states like that so it's a lot easier the the public transit is is certainly much much easier to to kind of get around to all the different countries and things like that yeah that makes sense i mean the united states looks like somebody was trying to make a sign on his poster board they started off (laughs) thinking they had all this room then they get to the end of it and they're trying to squeeze the last few letters in (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like that. So mm-hmm. it makes sense that'd yeah, be well, easier over there. Well, and it's funny because like the, you know, the the Northeast is where we started, right? So that's where all this like really tiny states were. It's like they weren't anticipating the country to be as giant as it was. <laughs> yeah, like, like we gotta much. we gotta save all this room. Yeah, I was just thinking it's like they 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 make all the like the the original colonies and then it was like oh shit there's more <laughs> what are we gonna know, do we, with it <laughs> we've got a north dakota make a south dakota i don't know what else to do <laughs> sir we still we have more the whole carolinas West Coast. one big right. ass california that's all we need <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh. oh man all right guys well i think that is going to be it for this episode yeah, i think sure. we got to learn plenty about omega here so we appreciate you being on the show mania we always appreciate your guest hosting buddies so I always appreciate being here so thank you. All right. Everybody have this fun. This has been, yeah, it's been yeah. a good time. All right. Well, we'll see you guys in the next one. Thanks a lot. Bye. Bye-bye.